Welcome. I am Katie Simone. I'm an advanced channeler of light beings. I'm also founder of Soul Evolution Center in South Florida. I have shared a few YouTube videos about my out-of-body experiences. I began to experience lucid out-of-bodies since my spiritual awakening in 2009. During that time, I developed extra sensory perceptions, psychic perceptions, and I also developed lucid dreaming. And since 2009, I have been blogging about some of my more prominent out-of-body experiences. I mentioned I was an advanced channeler. What happened in 2009 was that I realized I could receive information telepathically inside my head, in my own thought voice, from beings of light and love. And since then, I've been channeling channeled messages from various beings. I have channeled over 40 different beings of light and love who want to share their messages to help humanity. I share these messages on my blog and on my, on my uh, Soul Evolution Center Facebook page. Also, I wrote a book, an e-book, on September 5th called Aristotle's Teachings for the New Age, a series of channelings. That was my first e-book, and I shared messages from Aristotle, the famous philosopher, who was in spirit, who came to me telepathically and told me he wanted to write a book with me. And from that resulted this ebook um, that is available to you as a free download on smashwords.com. You can also go to my Soul Evolution Center Facebook page and get the link from there, as well as on my Soul Evolution Center uh, website. <clears throat> the reason why I share my background is that I feel this is important, pertinent information, and also uh, is tied into why I've been uh, experiencing lucid out-of-bodies. I have heard telepathically that I am a fifth-dimensional being on the 16th level. The earthly plane uh, is on the third dimension, and the age of Aquarius that we are in is a major transformational stage and many human beings will be transitioning to the fifth dimension. And I have heard telepathically that I am in the fifth dimension. If I hadn't heard it myself, to be honest, I would not have known, known this, but I've heard it repeatedly. And because of this, this is why I can um, share beings' communications that many people cannot hear. It's because I operate on multiple frequencies. And that is because I'm a fifth dimensional being on the 16th level. And also, as a result of that, I feel this is why I have been having uh, extraordinary lucid out-of-body experiences. I am a writer, a columnist, a regular columnist for the online magazine, International Spiritualist Magazine. And I have shared an article there that I wrote about out-of-bodies. So what I've been doing is compiling my own information based on my experiences and also tying in channeled messages that I have received from light beings about multidimensionality and the dream state. And I have heard telepathically that it is important for me to chronicle these experiences, which I do on my blog and which I also do here on YouTube from time to time. 
And so I want to share this very prominent out-of-body experience I had, and it occurred on September 27th. And it ended uh, a little bit before 12.25 a.m., okay? And this was a very extraordinary, lucid, out-of-body experience I had. And so I want to share it with you in case some of you are having similar experiences. I think this would be wonderful to share uh, what we have learned, what we have experienced, so that we can grow together and understand ourselves better. So let me just go over some of these highlights from this extraordinary out-of-body I had on September 27th. On my blog, I share how out-of-bodies can occur in different ways. Uh, there could be a lift-out where you physically feel or energetically feel that you're lifting out of your physical body during your sleep state. I experience most of my out-of-bodies uh, during my altered state of consciousness, which is when I am sleeping. This, this seems to be a very fertile time for me to have out-of-body experiences. It is because I am very relaxed, and so my consciousness can naturally exit from my physical body. And this is a prime uh, tip, a prime requirement to have not a body. You have to be at a certain level of relaxation in order for your consciousness to exit from your physical body. Now know that your consciousness is still attached to your physical body. Some uh, out-of-body experts and writers have talked about the silver cord, which is a type of etheric cord which attaches to your consciousness so that it can return again after an out-of-body. So there are energetic arrangements. So uh, not to fear that if your consciousness exits your, your physical body that you will not return. And I honestly don't have that fear. I know some people have that fear and do not want to experience out-of-bodies because of that. But I've had so many out-of-bodies since 2009 that that is not a concern for me. But it may be for you. So I hope to reassure you and talk about the silver cord, um, which is a mechanism to allow your consciousness to re return to your physical body. In my blog, I share that you may or may not feel the exit out of your physical body. And many of my out-of-bodies uh, over the past uh, perhaps four, four years have been occurring out of a dream state, out of a plat that, that is the platform. And, and I understand why that happens. It's because my conscious is, is already relaxed. I'm already in a dream state. So during this dream state, sometimes I go through a portal or a wormhole. And I've had different experiences with this wormhole or portal. Um, in this out-of-body on September 27th, I did not go through a portal. But instead, uh, this experience, uh, I was in a dream. And I don't want to go into too many details about this dream because I feel it's non-essential. But just to give you a general idea, I was in a dream. I was in back in college many years ago. And I was in a college gym class. And there was this new female gym professor. I was in a class with, with about 30 other college students. And she was a little upset. She was irate um, at the lack of attendanceship and participation in her gym class. And she was commenting about this. And I, uh, during this dream, I even went and counted each participant 
and I came to the number 30. And I was very surprised that she was not satisfied with having 30 people in a class, which to me was adequate. I really don't understand the symbolism of this, of this dream. Um, I have not had anything like this that I can relate to symbolically in my physical life that day or in my life surrounding. But I just share this as background experience so you can see uh, from which a platform uh, what kind of platform you can experience in a body. What ended up happening is I ended up looking through my third eye during this dream, and that is a common technique I use uh, when facilitating an out-of-body experience. Your third eye, your third eye chakra is located in your mid-eyebrow, right here. And it is considered um, a gateway and a portal to other dimensions. And I have found that to be very, very true. During my out-of-bodies, uh, uh, many times I'm looking through my third eye with my eyes closed during my sleep state, and I'm noticing activity and changed landscape of my third eye, which to me is a sign I'm ready to go through the portal, the interdimensional corridor, to get to another dimension. And that's what many of us do naturally in our sleep state, whether we remember it or not. We are actually traveling interdimensionally. We are multidimensional beings. Human beings are multidimensional beings. We all experience our multidimensionality naturally in our sleep state. It is just that some of us are not aware of it. We do not have lucid recall. Some of us are. And I would love to hear your experiences. If you'd like to leave a comment on this video, I would uh, love to uh, read your comments. So I was, uh, even though I was in this uh, dream gym scene, uh, I began to look through my third eye and I noticed some activity and I actually felt that I was out of my body in this dream scene. And then the next thing I remember is uh, my eyes were open and I felt like I was laying flat on my back in a horizontal position. And in front of me, about 10 feet away, were a group of what I thought were doctors. And they were doctors. They, they seemed to be dressed up in uh, a doctor uniform or their, their, um, what they use in surgery. And there seemed to be a big surgical lamp close by uh, that was lighting up, lighting up the space. And there was a group of about maybe five to seven doctors, it appeared they were mostly male, and they appeared to be looking down at something, which I cannot see, but I just intuitively knew it was a person that these doctors were looking at a patient lying down and were assess assessing that patient. And then the doc this group of doctors moved over uh, to my right and went to another patient that was lying down and assessed that patient. These doctors did not talk to each other. They're, they were mainly assessing the patient. And I did not see these patients. I just knew intuitively this is what, what was going on. And that happens in out-of-bodies where you just know intuitively what is going on. It is the psychic sense of cl clear sentience which is a sense of uh, sensing, or clear cognizance, which is a psychic sense of knowing. 
So that, ha that I have uh, experienced having those type of psychic perceptions and out of bodies. And so I knew that these doctors were going from patient to patient and they'd gone to two patients. Now I started to get a little nervous because I felt I was next in line. And here I am, I'm very lucid. I am not under anesthesia. So as the doctors were looking at the patient uh, right next to me, in front of me, lying down, I said, I decided to be uh, forthright and express myself. It's always a difficult situation in an out-of-body. Sometimes I don't know what to do, and I just have to wing it and figure out what is the best actions, action for me to take. And so I decided to express myself. So I vocalized to this group of doctors that were in front of me looking at this other unseen patient. I said to these doctors, I am lucid. I am aware, hoping that they would uh, stop the proceedings, uh, wheel me out of the room or whatever. And uh, one of the doctors, male doctors on my left-hand side with dark hair looked over at me and he says to me, Oh, you're lucid. And I said, yes, I'm lucid. And hoping they would take the appropriate action. And instead, it, it really turned out to be a sort of nightmare and a very emotional, volatile situation for me. When he found out that I was lucid, instead of being sym sym uh, uh, sympathetic and compassionate, he took his surgical instruments, which were not shown to me, and I, and I feel it's because my subconscious probably could not handle see, seeing them. And I realized I just knew he had a hypodermic needle. And he began to quickly uh, place injections along my upper uh, half, my neck, my face, very quickly, and not with any bedside manner. And so I am laying down. And I don't know why I didn't physically make an attempt or effort to free myself, but I just didn't. Uh, I don't know whether I was on some level uh, anesthetized. And so I am there with my eyes open, open watching this doctor uh, put various injections um, into myself. And then next thing I know, he has some kind of surgical instrument, but again, it wasn't shown to me because I feel my subconscious probably wouldn't be able to handle it. And I felt like he made a major incision along the top half, uh, separating my top of my chest from the rest of my torso. It was a major surgical procedure. And I was so thankful that I did not feel any discomfort or pain. And because I was lucid during this out of body, I reassured myself and I said, uh, Katie, you know you usually don't feel pain in these out-of-bodies, so try to stay calm. Many times I reassure myself during some of these volatile out-of-bodies. And I was, my mind was racing rapidly. I was trying to calculate and figure out how I could leave this out-of-body, how I could exit. Uh, I was in a situation I didn't want to be in 
these doctors were doing some sort of experiments on me, and I was all very lucid about it. And I have to be honest with you, during my, um, my physical life, I'm not experiencing any of these type of um, situations. But prior to this out of body, I did spend about 20 minutes in bed um, doing self-healing on myself. I am a Reiki master and I'm a Reiki teacher. And so uh, many times I do self-healing on myself. And I also call in Archangel Raphael, Archangel Michael to protect the space. I call in uh, a, a team of etheric doctors that I work with and other doctors that I know by name that have come to me. And so uh, I was doing self-healing before this dream. So that is how I went to bed. And this is the dream or out of body that I remembered, um, the first one that I remembered uh, that, that night. And so uh, I was very much an emotional volatility trying to figure out well, how, to, how to get out of this out-of-body experiencing experience, reassuring myself that I'm not feeling, I won't, I won't be feeling the pain, which I wasn't. And all of a sudden, something happened. And I feel what, what happened was that I lost some kind of lucidity just because of the trauma of it, just because of, the, of this trauma that I was, that I was experiencing. And when you have an out-of-body, if some of you have had out-of-bodies, you know how real they can feel. They feel so real. And your nervous system is firing uh, nerve impulses and um, sensations as it does in real life. So when you have a lucid out-of-body, it is a very real experience emotionally, energetically and even physically and what happened was I feel like uh, because it was it was such a traumatic experience I might have blanked out a little bit or not not be able to remember all the details something happened oh I was I was calling the angels for help I called I was calling various beings for help to help me I even said the Lord's Prayer um, and I couldn't remember the words to the Lord's Prayer, but I was doing my best. I was just trying to help myself. And one of the doctors um, made a comment about the Lord's Prayer because I was saying it wrong because I was just so upset. And something happened, and all of a sudden, the energy of the room changed. It seemed like the doctor scattered. I want to say, looking back at it, that maybe perhaps some sort of rescue team came in, a SWAT team of some sorts. But again, I wasn't lucid enough to recall these details because I lost lucidity because it was a traumatic out-of-body for me, and it does happen. And next thing you know, um, I feel like the doctors are like running or rushing out, that they're trying to get away and escape. And I do this thing, and I don't really know why I did it, and this is the nature of out of body sometimes because we're not 100% lucid and in control. I start blessing the doctors. It's almost like I immediately forgave them for what they did to me. And I start wishing them well in their next endeavors, wishing them peace and love 
that they find fulfillment in their uh, medical careers and that they help their communities with their uh, medical experience and they help the world at large. So I do that. I start blessing them and saying prayers for them. And then next thing you know, the, the scenes change very quickly in an out-of-body. And that is very common. It is not the same linear progression that it is in human life. There's a whole different time, space, um, frequency that goes on. And understanding that about out-of-bodies will help you to understand um, your out-of-bodies more and maybe stop trying to make fit them into this physical sense that we experience here in the 3D of the earth. So next thing you know, I am back in the gym, in the gym that I originally was in with that gym professor that was upset that she didn't have a lot of gym students in her class. And I was standing there and I realized that the students had gone through their physical exercises. And so I think I said something like to one of the students, oh, I, I fell asleep. And she said something like, yes, you did. And then I really wanted, I had an urge to tell the gym teacher, to tell the students what I had experienced during my sleep time, which is that out of body with that, with those doctors that were doing um, unethical, ethical, unethical medical procedures, I believe. Oh, oh, and an important point is um, after the doctors um, scattered and I started saying prayers for them and giving them blessings of sort and wishing them well. It all was like, for, it was a way of me forgiving them. But it was done so naturally that I didn't even think of it in that way. It was only upon looking back that I interpreted it that way. And then next thing you know is that um, there's this woman. I am in a, a big, a large room. It looked like a facility of sorts. I know that I'm in a, at a desk, and there's a woman, a uh, young woman, perhaps in her 20s with long brown hair, and she's talking to me. And she, um, and she says to me, you don't, you don't know what you look like, do you? And I said to her, oh, Am I a robot or a cyborg? Because I vaguely remembered um, during that procedure where the doctors were, were working on me very violently, um, I had overheard a comment about a circuit board. So I had an intuitive feeling. I had a clear cognizance, a clear sentience, a knowingness, a sensingness, that I maybe perhaps I was some sort of machine and so what this woman across from me does is she takes out a mirror, a table mirror. It's only a foot, it's a, it's a, it's a square shape. It's foot high, foot wide. And she places it on the desk. And then she does this thing very slowly and very deliberately. She totally turns the mirror very slowly. And I start to see my face coming in starts to appear very slowly. And I look at my face, I can see my face now from like the neck up, just like I am talking to you right now. And 
I say to myself, wow, oh, I look very uh, much like I do in the earthly 3D plane. I was thinking to myself, I had long dark hair like I do now and the same sort of skin and bone structure. And I, I share that because sometimes in out of bodies, when I take a look in a mirror or I see my reflection, I do not look anything like I do in the earthly plane. But in this out of body, when I was shown my face in the mirror, I was surprised. I looked just like I, very similar to what I do on earth. And then this woman across from me did this. She put her hands very just slowly and gently on the mirror. And she kind of pressed the bottom of the mirror. So now that the mirror is able to scan or show more of my face, I mean, to show more of my torso, and body and then at this instance what happened was I exited that body this happens in out of bodies all of a sudden you're shown a different perspective of the scape and now I'm looking at the scene that I am in but now I'm looking at it from 10 or 15 away a broader perspective I look, and I'm sh I must have jumped out of the body I was in, in the outer body, and I see where I was and who I was, and on the desk was my head and my neck, a little part of my shoulders, but I had no body. I had no arms, uh, no appendages. I looked like... I look like that toy from uh, childhood in the uh, 70s, if you're from that era, where you can put makeup on Barbie, and it's just a, a, torso, a torso like this, of a Barbie head, a huge Barbie head, and you can put makeup and do her hair. That's what I look like. I was basically a talking head. And, uh, and then the scene just totally broke, and then I was back in that original gym, with that gym, gym teacher, gym professor. And so when I came back, of course, I was still very, very emotionally distraught after what I just experienced. And I wanted to tell the gym teacher and the uh, students what I had experienced. And so I run into the the next room and it turns out to be an outside area and I'm telling people I had an auto body and this is what happened and no one's really listening to me and I said I and I said to myself I need to share this with the people here so they understand what, what can happen so they can learn this education and I was getting a little frustrated that no one was listening to me and I had something so important to say and then um, out of nowhere, materialized two people, a man and a woman, looked like they were in the 20s. And I do feel that woman was the same woman that was with me at that desk and that showed me my reflection in the mirror. She was dressed up all in white, white t-shirt, white pants, and so was he. And they seemed to have a special ID on them, a special badge that they, they held in their hands. And the woman says to me, I believe you, I support you, 
and I was so relieved that someone was there that understood and believed what I was going through. And so I said to her, will you come with me to the gym teacher and back me up on my story when I tell her what I had experienced during gym class when I fell asleep? And she goes, well, I don't know about that. And then I realized that those two people, that man and woman, all in white, they had been in that out-of-body dream scene with me, and they had come back down to the same dream platform that I was in. So this is uh, interesting information about out-of-bodies and how beings can materialize from one out-of-body to another. There's carryover, you can say. And then next thing I know, uh, I start vomiting. And during, uh, during this time, I felt it was because I had all those injections from those procedures, and then my body was not able to handle it, and so I was vomiting. And in uh, my second bout of vomiting, what, the young man that was all in white, he had a big cup, like a big gulp cup plastic cup that was empty and he said to me here you can vomit in here um, and he said to me because you help me I'll help you and I don't understand what that meant I must have done something uh, in that out of body when the doctors were operating on me I don't know whether I gave him a blessing he was one of the doctors I don't know but that happens, and this is one of the reasons why I experience out-of-bodies. For me personally, and probably for some of you, we do our work in these out-of-bodies. We do our social work or our charity work. We serve. And uh, so I feel like I had helped in some way, even though I did not clearly know in what capacity. And so... Uh, I vomited it in his plastic cup, and I was thankful for it. And all of a sudden, I heard a voice, two voices. I did not see who, where these voices were coming from, from whom. I heard, his nose is broken, and he doesn't even uh, know why. And I knew exactly what that meant. There was a, a gym student who had, got, who had gone to sleep, woken up, and his nose was broken. And I knew he had been in that out of body with those doctors and me because I vaguely remembered that a doctor's nose had been broken during the um, skirmish or excitement when that rescue team came in. So I know a fellow gym student had come back with me. And so here we have three beings who experienced the out-of-body with me, and all we all came back to the same dream platform. And so I ran over. I wanted to meet this student with a broken nose who didn't know how he broke it. He woke up with a broken nose, and I asked him, it's the bridge of your nose, right? It's up here that it was it's broken. He said, yes. And I said, you were, you were in that out-of-body with me. And I don't think he understood because he wasn't lucid. T 
to me, this was such an extraordinary out-of-body. Uh, I've had many out-of-bodies, and some of them have been so beautiful. I've, I've gone to beautiful dimensions with beautiful landscapes. Um, I've seen different types of animals and different types of flowers the cult with the amazing, um, extraordinary colors. Um, so don't think that all of your auto bodies are going to be like mine. I know I share this one and it may sound low vibrational, but I have to say to you that one of the reasons why we experience auto bodies is for our own growth. And we are on the planet earth for learning and development. It is a, a chance for us to evolve. And same with why we experience out-of-bodies. And I know that for myself because I've heard telepathic messages that when I have uh, out-of-bodies, it's a chance for me to experience, observe other dimensions, other types of societies and cultures, uh, new, uh, new society mores, uh, different standards of living, and so I know that this out-of-body was for my learning. And I'm not going to get low vibrational and say, oh, my angels should have protected me, though I have a relationship with angels and I share their channeled messages. I have to take responsibility because it is my spirit that determines where I go in these out-of-bodies. It has a GPS coordinates, you can say. So it is my spirit that wants to learn and it and uh, observe and, ex and have uh, these experiences. And so on some level, unknown to me, uh, consciously, my spirit wanted to have this experience of being in this dimension where I, I underwent a traumatic um, surgical procedure, procedure. And so I'm going to release that to the universe and be a big girl and uh, honor, honor that about myself because I've heard telepathically more than one time in my own thought voice that my spirit is the gatekeeper. My spirit determines um, my destinations during out-of-bodies. And because I'm a conscious human being, many things are kept veiled uh, from, from me and from many human beings. It's called the veil. And uh, at, at times we are privy to it and then we're surprised because I would tell you consciously, I never would have picked that destination to go to. However, my spirit has other plans. And just so you know, I am an energy worker and throughout the entire day, at least three times a day, I cleanse, purify and protect myself. Um, I have cleared and cleansed and programmed crystals on my person in my living space um, uh, for protection and that radiates love and white light. Uh, so I'm very well aware of how to protect myself energetically. And because I'm a Reiki master, I also do protection and clearing and purification on myself with the Reiki emotional symbol for that. I do that at least twice a day. So I, I say this so that you know that I, I do take due care in protecting and cleansing and purifying myself. But my spirit has another agenda. 
And uh, I want to share this out-of-body with you to show the spectrum of out-of-body experiences. I've shared in other YouTube videos some very beautiful, beautiful out-of-bodies I've had and, and sensations I felt that you cannot even feel on the earthly plane. I share this one um, as a more emotionally disruptive one, but nevertheless, this is all part of the human experience. And I know I'm experiencing it lucidly at times, not all the time, because I've heard telepathically I'm an early riser, R-I-S-E-R. -E and many of us, as we raise our vibration, by expanding our consciousness, we're gonna become more and more aware of what we're experiencing in our dream state lucidly. And I just happen to be uh, a person um, because um, I've expanded my consciousness and raised my vibration intentionally since my spiritual awakening, awakening in 2009 uh, that I, I am privy to some of these multi-dimensional experiences um, that I've shared here. <clears throat> well, I hope this has been um, interesting for you, at least, and you found it fascinating. And I hope that it has helped broaden your understanding of what happens uh, during our, our sleep state, um, that we can experience our multidimensionality and go to other dimensions. And uh, I compare it to uh, the earthly plane where, you know, there are human beings on the earthly plane, some human beings that are going through such tough, tough times, uh, traumatic times where they experience pain or illness or their loved ones do. It, it is not an easy existence. And um, what I experienced during this out-of-body just for a few minutes, because I was lucid with this procedure, medical procedure. It's just a small microcosm of what some human beings experience every day. Um, the ones that are abused or tortured. Um, you know, human history has had um, some horrific periods of time. And so, what I experienced um, during this out of body is not that highly unusual. There is a saying in spirituality and metaphysics, as above, so below. So, you know, these type of things, these type of traumas are existing uh, in some people's lives on the earth all the time. I experienced it during my dream state that I shared with you, and it's given me more compassion uh, to people who experience such, such hardships and are confused or feel alone. Uh, I like to look at everything in my life as a learning and growth experience because that helps me to see things with more clarity. If you get um, down and, and um, depressed and with anxiety as to why these things are happening to you, um, sometimes it's difficult to come out of that abyss. So I like to look at it as I experienced this out-of-body, though it might have been traumatic and it was upsetting for me, for my learning and growth. And what is the takeaway? How can 
uh, I uh, expand from this and what can I teach others uh, so uh, they can learn and grow as well. <clears throat> wow. Know that your dream state is more than you think it is. I would love to hear your comments and uh, experiences if you had any. Um, as a human being, the lowest vibrational feeling is fear. And when we learn to rise and transcend through fear, we have accomplished much. It is a form of emotional mastery. And that is ultimately my goal, my conscious goal, is to have emotionally ma emotional mastery, not only in the physical earthly plane, uh, but also in my dream state and my experiences with outer bodies. And that's where indeed I do. I do have my lessons in my outer body experiences. As many of you do, as many of you have your lessons on the earthly plane, it just happens that some of my lessons come on other dimensions. And I know it's because my spirit has asked for this. Um, even though that might be a level that I'm not consciously aware of, that is ultimately what is transpiring. So I accept this readily and with responsibility and, uh, and, hope, and hope to learn and grow from it. As I like to say, my center, Soul Evolution Center, evolve into your best life. And with that, I will leave you until I share uh, some other extraordinary experiences. Namaste.